For I am crucified with Christ And yet I live Embrace the cross Where Jesus Welcome to Crossbound Ministries where we are bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world, encouraging Christians and pointing sinners to the cross. Will you please pray about supporting our broadcast and ministry that gives us the ability to spread God's word. You can get involved by going to crossboundministry.com. Please welcome our preacher, Mike Sadler, as he brings us an important message from God's word. Embrace the love the cross requires cling to the one Amen. If you have a Bible, open it with me to John, John chapter 15, and we're going to start in verse 18. Amen. John chapter 15 and verse number 18. And our subject today is the hatred of the world. Now, you don't have to spend much time outside or watching the news or turning on the TV to even think about the hatred of the world. You know that it plainly exists everywhere out there. I mean, it is in your face. And the Bible, the Bible has a lot to say about the hatred of the world. Amen. So in John chapter 15 and verse number 18, the Bible says, if the world hate you, ye know that it hated me before. It hated you. Now, these are the words of Jesus here. This is Jesus speaking. And he said, hey, if the world hates you, you know this, that it hated me long before it hated you. But why did it hate Jesus? I mean, Jesus walked the earth. Jesus healed people. He healed the sick. He healed the blind. He brought people back to life. Amen. He brought salvation to the world, but yet they hate Jesus, even unto this day. Well, let's look at verse number 19, John chapter 15, verse 19. You see, if ye were of the world, the world would love his own, but because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Amen. The disciples were not to be surprised, and you, listen to me, Christian, you are not to be surprised or disheartened if the world hates you. Jesus said, you can expect it. They hated me. They will hate you also. And so the world hated the Lord, and it will hate, listen to me, it will hate all those who resemble him. The world will hate all those who resemble Christ. Because the Bible says, he says, if you were of the world, the world would love his own. What does he mean? Well, if you were of the world, listen to me, people of the world love those who live as they do. 
They love those who live in vile language and a vile lifestyle and indulge in all kinds of lust of the flesh. That's what they love. They love each other. It brings each other comfort. They love it. Hey, and they love their sin, the Bible says. And that's what he says. He says, if you were of the world, the world would love his own. Amen. And you say, well, wait a minute. I didn't do nothing to them. I didn't say nothing to them. I've been nothing but nice to them. There is no reason for them to truly hate me or not like me. You see, we all want to be accepted. It is natural. You, you want to be accepted. Your, your, your heart's desire is you want people to accept you. Nobody wants rejection. Amen. That is just your human nature. Even a Christian and a lot of people don't don't witness because they are so afraid of being rejected. But the truth is they're not rejecting you. They are rejecting Christ. You remember what he said in the first verse, if the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. If you are Christ-like in any way, the world is not going to like you. Why? Because you are not of this world. Now, this is a good part right here. Amen. This should encourage and warm and strengthen your heart where he says, but I have chosen you. I have chosen you out of this world. Amen. Isn't that something Christ chose you? Praise be to God that he chose me, the sorry, rotten sinner that I truly am. Yet he still loved me enough to die on that cross and raise again on that third day and save my soul from the fires of hell. And praise be to God. That is so encouraging. He says, but I have chosen you out of this world. Hey, that is personal. That's not a group or this or that. Or the, No, that's you. You're an individual. Hey, God accepts you. Do you really need man's acceptance? But I understand we all want to be accepted. We most certainly do. And so what we say, well, I didn't do nothing Then people. They don't like me. They just hate me. But listen, you don't have to do anything to them. You understand? You don't have to do anything. And just by living a Christian life, just by living a holy Christian life, will they hate you? Why? Because it condemns their life. Remember what the first part of verse 19 says? If you are of the world, the world would love his own. But he says, because I've chosen you out of this world. Hey, because you're not like them, because you are trying to please God. You do not have to do anything to them for them to not like you. Amen. They will just not like you. Now, I want to read you a passage out of 1 John chapter 3. We're going to read verse, three verses, 1 John chapter 3 and verse 11, 12, and 13. And we're going to look at why the world doesn't like you even when you've done nothing to them. Amen. So 1 John chapter 3 and verse 11 says, for this is the message that ye heard from the beginning, that we should love one another, not as Cain, who was of the wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew him, because his own works were evil, and his brother's righteous. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. 
Now, what did Abel do to Cain for Cain to hate him? Now, this is his flesh and blood brother. They have the same mother and father. Cain did absolutely nothing except for want to serve and please the Lord. And that made Cain so mad that God, that he was trying to please the Lord in every way. And it, it convicted Cain in his own heart. And instead of getting himself right with God, he took it out on Abel and he murdered. He Not that he didn't like him or he kicked him or he beat him up or he tore up his stuff. No, he murdered his own brother because he was so angry in his heart at his own brother. How dare you want to serve God and put him first and do what is right? I mean, it just condemned. See, it condemned his lifestyle. And the same with you, Christian. You don't have to do anything but just your right righteous lifestyle, wanting to please and live for the Lord will make the world hate you. Why? Because you are shining for the Lord Jesus Christ. But you listen to me. Don't you cover it up. Don't you let that diminish you. Don't you don't you let that get you discouraged. You see, because out of those persecution, God can bring great and mighty things. See, the first church was persecuted and the devil thought he was going to stamp it out like he was stomping out, but he was trying to stomp out a gas fire because the more he stomped on it, the more that it spread. And God used that persecution to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ that many might be saved, that many more churches would be be sprung up around the world. Amen. And so what the devil means for evil, God means and can use for good. For those that don't like you, you listen to me. God can use that in a many and mighty way and you wonder how in the world, but you listen to me, you can't see into the spiritual world. Only God can see what is going on in a person's heart. The Bible says that it is a spiritual battle. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world you listen to me get your shield of faith your helmet of salvation those the the the, the, your feet shod with the gospel amen and you go out and you fight that righteous battle you live and you shine for the lord do not let that discourage you amen because that person that hates you today may love you tomorrow because they got born again and thank you god for your testimony amen Going back to John, John chapter 15 and verse number 20. Remember, the Bible says, Remember the word that I said unto you, The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my sayings, they will keep yours also. Here, the word servant literally means slave. If, if you are born again, you are bought with a price. You are not your own. You belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. You, you are a servant 
of the Lord. There is no better place to be than to be a servant of the Lord. Amen. That's right where I want to be, serving God right in the middle of His will. And you say, but it's so hard. I'm having so many problems. And there's so many family things and financial things and health things. And you wonder, am I really where God wants me to be? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Because when there's smooth sailing, the devil is not attacking. But listen, when you're working for God, when you're living for God, when you're doing what God wants you to do, the devil's going to come after you and he's going to use people. He's going to use means. He's going to use finances. He's going to use health. He's going to use everything that he can to stop you from serving God. He most certainly is. And you just wonder, Lord, am I right in your will? Am I where I'm supposed to be? It's so hard. I just can't believe it. Yes, absolutely. You are right where God wants you to be. You keep right on serving him. Praise be to God. You read the, the, what happened to the disciples after Jesus ascended into heaven. They served God. And listen, the devil came after him with everything that he had. And when you're serving God, the devil's coming after you. But this life is so short. I may not make it through the night. I may not wake up to tomorrow. I spent seven days in the hospital, amen, and it made me realize that, hey, nothing else matters except for seeing other people saved. Life is so precious, we don't know if we'll be here tomorrow. We're not promised tomorrow, and the Bible says today is the day of salvation. So how you handle that persecution and the way that you react to people can greatly affect how they will receive the Lord Jesus Christ. And you have such, listen, when somebody's harsh to you and me, to you but yet you still say you love them hey that is such a powerful thing it most certainly is because that's what jesus did for you and that's what jesus did for me so you you know you can't expect any better treatment from the world than what jesus received why do we why do we? Because we, especially here in America, we believe we're so entitled. How could this happen? They didn't get my coffee right. They gave me the wrong thing in my bag. I can't believe it. I'm so persecuted. We have to make up things here in America. But the truth is, all around the world, people are dying for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Just to be a witness just to have a Bible. We are so spoiled here in America. We need to get up off our, our rear ends and get to work and go to spreading the gospel for the Lord Jesus Christ. Hold up a sign. Pass out a track. Witness. Tell them what Jesus did for you. Amen. And how good He is to you. Praise be to God for that. And can you expect persecution? Yes, He says in that verse. Remember, don't expect any better treatment than what I got. Amen. I was good to them. Why would they treat you that way because you are his servant that is why and when you're truly serving god the world is going to hate you they are not they don't want that message they want to reject that message why but he, just because just like cain it condemned him it condemned his own life amen let's look at verse 21 john chapter 15 verse 21 but all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. The, this hatred and persecution is for what? 
It's not for you. It's not even about you. It has nothing to do with you, according to this verse. But all these things will do unto you for what? My name's sake, Jesus said. It's because of me. It's because of what I'm doing. It's because of what I'm doing in their life. It's because the Holy Spirit condemns them and convicts them. He says, all these things will they do to you because of me. It's not because of you. Listen to me, Christian. Next time somebody's mean to you, vile, or you runs you over, does you wrong, why? Is it because of you? No. No, he says, it's because of my name's sake. It is because, listen, it is because you are in Christ. Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You belong to God. It has absolutely nothing to do with you. But Jesus says here, but all these things they will do unto you for what? For you? No, for my name's sake. But listen, when all those bad things happen, somehow God uses it to glorify his name. When you get sick and you say, I trust God, I love God, praise be to God, no matter what happens, hey, I'm going to serve him, amen, praise be to God to that. And when you, if you lose your job and you say, God's going to provide, I'm going to, people see that. And then, listen, there is nothing stronger than somebody who is dying and they say, praise be to God, I'm going to be with my Savior, hey, nothing else matters. Matters, and I want you to go with me and I want you to be born again. Listen, that is so powerful when you can testify how good God is in the midst of a storm or a persecution or people hating you and you say, praise be to God. Listen to me, the world looks at that and goes, what is wrong with them? What is wrong with them? They cannot understand. Why? Because they are blinded. The Bible says that they are blinded. They cannot see. Satan has their eyes blinded. But it's not just Satan. Sometimes they do it themselves. We'll talk about that here in a minute. And you see, because you have been separated from the world by Christ. By Christ, you have been separated from the world. And because you bear Christ's name and his likeness. They will not like you. They will persecute you. They will look down upon you. They will pass you over. They will run you over. They will talk bad about you. You see, the world is ignorant, truly ignorant about God. Oh, there's many conversations about God. There's many prayers to God. There's many asking of God's blessings. There's, there, there's, they want what God has, but see, they truly don't know God. They've made up their own God in their own mind. They are living for self, and they have made this God up that wants nothing but good for them. But listen to me. If God put his own son on the cross to die on that cross for my salvation, I don't believe he's too worried about my happiness. I believe he's worried about my holiness. Amen? And you know what he's worried about you? He's worried about your holiness does god want you to be happy in the end yes sir yes ma'am the bible says in revelations all these bad things and persecutions he's going to wipe away every tear amen you won't even remember it so god in the, in the end does care about your happiness but here in this life i don't believe he does he cares about your holiness Amen. Does he want you to be happy? Yes, in the midst of storms. Does he want you to be happy in the midst of cancer, in the midst of all these problems and financials and persecutions and all these things? Yes, he does. But see, the joy is in the heart. It's not in the outward circumstances. It's what God 
has put in your heart. And so they do not know that the Father sent Jesus into the world to be the Savior. There, lots of people are so willfully ignorant, but ignorance is no excuse. Ignorance is always no excuse. The Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 5, For this they willingly are ignorant of that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water. They are willingly ignorant. They don't want to see what God truly is and God truly has, and that Jesus is the Savior of the world. Like I said, they've made up their own God. Why? Because people are so, we are so sinful. Amen? Let's look at verse 22, John chapter 15, verse 22. If I had not come and spoken unto them, they had not had sin, but now they have no cloak for their sin. The Lord's not teaching here that men are not sinners. No, they are sinners, and Jesus knows that. From the time of Adam, all men have become sinners. Romans 5, 12 tells you, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. But you see, the Bible says... They think they have no sin. They lie to themselves. But now that I have revealed the truth, they have no cloak for their sin. They have nothing to cover up their sin. And let me tell you, nothing makes a sinner squirm worse when they have no cloak to cover their sin. And can I just say, let me say, that's why the world will hate you when you are righteous and you live a holy life. You see, it pulls off that cloak. And it's not you. It's Jesus that's in you. It's the light that's shining through you. Amen. It pulls off that cloak from their heart. And it shows them just how dark their heart truly is. Amen. And that they need a Savior. And they cannot stand that. That will make them squirm and worm. And they don't like it. And they will take it out on you a lot of times. Just as Cain did Abel. You see, Abel's light was shining through. I'm serving God. Amen. And when you're serving God, listen to me, it will shine through into a sinner's heart and it will pull that blanket off their heart that they've got all the lies that they've lied to themselves about how good they are. All the things that they think they are. And it shows them who they really are in the eyes of God. But listen, that has nothing to do with you. That is the Holy Spirit. That is Jesus. That is the light that it is within you showing that sinner that they need to be saved. Amen. And so they had no excuse then. And so now they had no excuse for their sin. They had rejected the light of the world as many do today. As many to today, as I did many times, I rejected the light of the world. But praise be to God, I got convicted one day and God showed me, hey, you're going to go to hell if you don't get born again. Amen. And praise God on that day, I surrendered my life to him. John chapter 15, verse 23, next verse. He that hateth me hateth my father also. Listen, you can't say you love God and don't like Jesus. You can't say you love Jesus and don't like God. Why? Because those two are one. They are one. You see, God is a spirit, but Jesus is God in the flesh. He is here to make intercession for me and for you. Amen. Next verse, verse 24. If I had not done among them the works, which none other man did, they had not had sin. But now have they both seen and hated both me and my father. 
Hey, they hate me and they hate my father, Jesus said. They reject both of us. They want nothing to do with us. Why? Because I have showed them they are a sinner in need of a savior. And it was even written in their law. And these, old, and these were religious people that hated God. That's what he said in verse 25. But this cometh to pass that the word might be fulfilled that is written in their law that they hated me without a cause. Psalm 69, 4 tells you that they hated him without a cause. And many, 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 many will hate Jesus today and do hate Jesus today without a cause. Why? And they're going to hate you without a cross but you listen to me sinner when you know that's happening the bible says blessed are you blessed are you you are living for god you're right with god and god is pleased with you don't you worry about what they think and if you're a sinner today and you've never been born again the bible says today is the day of salvation realize that you're not a good person that you are a sinner in need of a savior repent of your sins and put your faith and trust in the lord jesus christ we pray you have been blessed by today's message. If you have been saved or are in need of a prayer, please contact us at 352-247-9200. That's 352-247-9200. Thank you for tuning in to Crossbound Ministries radio broadcast. Will you please pray about supporting our ministry and broadcast? You can go to crossboundministry.com or send your support or a gift to P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. That's P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. For a gift of $10 or more, we will send you a booklet. Please pray for us as our ministry and radio broadcast grows. Tune in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. to hear a message from our preacher, Mike Sadler. You can follow Crossbound Ministry on Facebook, YouTube, and visit us on the web at crossboundministry.com. If you are a pregnant woman in need of help, there is hope. You can reach out to the Citrus Pregnancy Center. There are locations in Inverness and in Crystal River. Their phone number is 352-341-5176. That's 352-341-5176. This broadcast has been sponsored in part by Henley's Grading Incorporated for all your land clearing and hauling needs. Located in Hernando, Florida, 352-897-3507. That's 352-897-3507. This program is sponsored by Crossbound Ministry of Inverness, Florida.